Hello friends, Laura Johnson here from Tiggle.life and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing today, Lulu? Hey, everyone. Happy end of anal August. But, you know, just because it's the end of it doesn't mean you have to stop. But just saying. Exactly, exactly. So please enjoy our four episodes on anal August. Yeah, we did. We did. We covered a lot. So (laughs) we hope you enjoyed. Before we get into our topic, I just wanted to mention that we're adding a new component to our episodes where we answer listener questions. So stay tuned to the end of the episode where we will anonymously answer your questions about sex. Yes. Can't yeah. wait for that now. I know. I'm excited. We've got some pretty juicy ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. So speaking of juicy things... <laughs> <laughs> We are talking about talking dirty. It doesn't matter if you're shy or extroverted, inexperienced or highly experienced, we can help you get comfortable saying those sexy thoughts out loud. Mm-hmm. So, I think, I mean, technically our anal August series ended last week, but I think this is like a nice tie-in. You can use some dirty yeah. talk to get you going. Absolutely. All right. So what is dirty talk? Dirty Mm -hmm. talk is any kind of sexually explicit conversation that's intended to excite or arouse someone. You can do it before sex as a form of foreplay or in the heat of the moment during sex. But dirty talk is an art form. You want to make sure that what you're saying is actually sexy and your partner is on board for all of the kinds of dirty talk you're going to do. So, you know, when you're excited and or having sex, your brain isn't always ready to say the best thing. (laughs) Because, you know, you're a little bit distracted and you're caught up in the moment. So you want to have a bit of preparation. But of course, you know, you also want to be spontaneous. And you don't have to take everything so seriously. So if you or your partner says something that isn't totally on point, you don't have to let it ruin the vibe. Unless they're saying something, like, totally offensive that you're just like, um, please go away now. Start naming one of the, one of the children's nickname. Oh, I'm yeah. putting pot. You'd be like, no. No, no, no. Okay, so that is a that is a mood killer. So unless they're saying something, like, totally, totally, totally off base, laugh it off, keep going, have a good time. And it takes practice like anything mm-hmm. else, right? So... So don't don't get too too serious about it because again your brain is not functioning at all cylinders in, in the middle of sex. Absolutely. So how to get started? My suggestion would be to talk about things that are on limits or off limits in terms of your dirty talk conversation. So as you may or may not have experienced, dirty talk can get really risque and kinky. And that's not for everyone. So if you don't want your partner to bring up certain parts of your body or call you certain kinds of names, then you need to express that before it winds up coming out in the bedroom. If your partner says something that you don't like, but it was totally an accident, take a moment, talk about it. And then, you know, you can have more conversations, more dirty conversations moving forward. How about you? How do you think we should get started? Yeah, I mean, it's like, we don't want to set too many limits, but at the same time, 
you don't want something to be a mood killer. Right. Like, for instance, if, and this is male or, male or female, so no thing with that. If maybe you're uncomfortable with maybe your midsection, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're like, ooh, let me get that jiggly. Like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> I just want to slap you right here. No, just don't mention this area right here, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, most times your partner kind of already knows that and may, but in the heat of the moment, as you said again, it may happen. You're like, mm, don't be too, too upset. Like, mm, you know, maybe not. And like, oh, okay. You know, if they understand your body language and are receptive to that. They'll stop. And you're like, oh, I didn't mean that. Let me nibble on something else to kind of distract from the moment. You know what I mean? So you can bring it back to what was being a very uh, amazing time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think that's that's really key. Like communication is always so important. And you would hope that your partner would know not to say or do certain things kind of just based in the context of your relationship. But if you're with someone new or it's like just new I'm in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have those conversations. But even if you've been with someone for a long time, again, in the middle of sex, your brain is not, <laughs> you're not all, all there. I didn't like that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's supposed so, to be not, you know, more loose with our expression at this point. If we get too constricted, then it's like, uh, 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 get real robotic and we don't want that. So it's exactly. that very thin line with, with some of that. But Again, like you said, with practice, you'll be fluent talking that dirty talk. You don't even know what's happening. Okay. Second language for me. Exactly. So one of the things that I know comes up is, what if I'm introverted and I don't speak like that normally? Well, most people don't go around with dirty talk as their first language, right? (laughs) So... That's gonna if that is your first language, it's gonna get you into some hot water and not mm-hmm. the fun kind. So for me, I would consider myself to be an introverted person. You don't have to go from zero to phone sex operator in one night, right? Like you can go <laughs> you can go slow. Uh, and when we have our episode on phone sex at some point in the future, uh, I'll tell my sad fun phone sex story (laughs) where I was really terrible at it and it was very embarrassing (laughs) so you're going to want to go slow you could talk about how good your partner makes you feel if you're out you can just like whisper to them that you want to do that thing that they really like to do or Mm. tell them what you're going to do to them when they get home you don't need to whip out the name calling or talking about wild and crazy sex. If that's just not who you are, right? Like you can, you can do dirty talk with your own style. Exactly. Exactly. And I, if you tell your man, I can't wait to suck your cock later. I don't think anyone is going to complain about that. Not being dirty enough. I'm I'm sure that's going to be enough to set the mood. Exactly. Or something, you know, if you you don't want to talk about their generals, you know, maybe you're a vulva owner and you can say something like, I can't wait for your face to be wet with my juices. They're like, what? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can't wait to put that bib on you later. You know, things like they'll get the gist of what's happening. 
Mm-hmm. You know, even saying, I can't wait to see how that lube feels on you later on. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, lube, no problem. Let's, let's wrap this up. Let's go ahead and do that. So, like she said, if you're an introvert, those kind of things, they're not saying much, but your partner's going to get the point. Mm-hmm. You're going to know they get the point. Y'all both going to be like, okay, okay. I can see where this is going. And you build up. It, it, it's something you have to take your time with. You know, we don't, like she said, don't want to rush you. Don't start saying, hey, I can't wait to squirt down your throat. You know, don't, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like, let's not even just. <sighs> exactly. Exactly. Right. It's, I think it's more, it's, or it's less sexy to, push yourself beyond your comfort zone and say something that's like totally out of character that you're not enjoying and you're not a hundred percent committed to then saying something a little bit less crazy, you know, like, Oh, I can't wait to try that warming lube later or something like what you were saying before, you know, like it's, that's not a a super crazy statement. It might be a little wild, you know, but you don't have, it's, it's, if it's truer to you, and it's just like heightening your personality. Mm-hmm. I think that's a hundred percent sexier than saying something totally beyond what you would ever say, yeah. and yeah, that you're not committed to. Yeah, feel like shy about it. You're like, oh my God, it says it. Even even simpler. Can't wait to go to that museum of sex with you this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because we don't know what that's gonna. We're gonna experience new things, and then we'll experience new things after. Even those little things. Can't wait to watch that romantic, sexy movie with you later on. It could be as simple as that. When we talk dirty talk, it doesn't have to be the extreme. It could be the most simplest things that are special and erogenous to you and your partners. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or partners, as it were. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely agree. And I think the Museum of Sex is such a good example because... You can just say, like, I'd like to try that with you later because they got the imagery or an example in the museum. And then they have the shop later where you could probably buy that product or something close to it. So (laughs) it's a one stop shop for getting all that conversation going. You know, so again, stick to your comfort zone. You may want to extend a little bit beyond, but believe in what you're saying and be confident with what you're saying, because that's where the sexiness comes in. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about some words to avoid. We, we've, we've mentioned a couple of times, you know, there are certain things that are probably going to ruin the moment. It doesn't have to permanently ruin the moment, but if you can avoid saying this stuff, all the better, I, I think. So for me, you know, using stuff that's super clinical, like penis, vagina, vulva, anus, genitals, like that's not... <laughs> That's not really great. I think, what was it, like 10 years ago, there was that song by uh, John Le- John Lejoie from The League, um, Show Me Your Genitals. Mm. Right? Like, obviously that was a, a parody of bad, dirty right. talk, but right, right. gross. Somehow. Like, doesn't, it's not sexy. It just feels very medical. I was listening to an erotic story, and it was great, except the narrator kept saying, I touched his penis. And I'm like, mm. just say cock. 
just say cock. It sounds so much better. <laughs> and now, this may literally, and I mean literally, only be me. But when you have a spouse and they either are like a junior or they are the senior and you're calling their name, I feel like somewhere in your mind you think about that other person. So it's like, oh my God, the kid has this. And literally, it could just be me. It could literally just be me. But then again, there could be that other person that's like, you're so right. Ah. Like, my I mean, husband is, he's junior of his first name. So, I, I, in my mind, psychologically, it's like, I'm calling you and your father. Like, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, I'm not going to use your name at all. I don't, but it could just be me. But again, maybe not. It's just that thing where it's like, mm, a little bit too close in my mind. <laughs> Especially if you're not all the way, you know, in that moment. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, what about so-and-so? What? <laughs> I don't I don't think that's just you because there are people who like won't date someone that shares the same name as their dad or their mom or their sibling, you mm. know, because like yeah, if you're screaming oh so and so and then you're thinking about your family member like Ugh. <laughs> it's crossing some lines. And it's so, not even like you know on purpose like oh shit, I wonder what they're doing. Like why am I even where are we going with this? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to do this anymore because now I'm thinking about what the child is doing. Did they eat? What What's the father doing? Did they like? No, see, too many cross emotions now, cross thoughts. I can't do it. <laughs> exactly. So another like set of words that I think would be not so great to use are anything that's goofy, like butthole, the JJ, PP, like these infantilizing cutesy names even dick i feel like is not super sexy but it could be kind of playful so maybe maybe that one's yeah. okay but I don't know. I, you know what i would do and see that dick like oh gosh really yeah hmm. i don't know let me see your whopper i don't you know it's just like yeah like these like silly nicknames it's just it's like it's funny but it's not you know, if if my partner was like, "Oh, I want to play with your boobies," I'm like I don't, I'd giggle, like I'd laugh a lot, but I don't think I'd be like, "Oh yes, of course, <laughs> let's go do that." It's not. You play with your sandbags. What? <laughs> it was funny when you were talking about the child doing it, but I don't know if in this setting I want you to say that. No, no. In the heat of the moment, please do not refer to my breasts as sandbags. I. <laughs> They, if there's they, one they, request, they take from the forty over and smell like a bag. Oh, of sand. bags of sand. <laughs> what do we even? Immediately, you'd be like, no, no. <laughs> Let's be with that later. I don't. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta practice. Yeah, oh, I don't play with you anymore. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so before we move on to the, our next set of words. Do you have any others that you were that are on your like absolute no list? Like I was saying, like sometimes people have pet names for their spouse that are sometimes the same as pet name they would call their kid or like their animal. Yeah. Let's stay away from those two. Mm-hmm. Let's stay away from those two. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my little pudding. No. Uh, no. 
we just called the dog, put him before we walked in here. No. <laughs> I don't, don't want to do that. No, thank Real you. Sweetie Pie. You just called one of the kids Sweetie Pie. I don't also want to be Sweetie Pie. No. 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 Not in the bedroom. <laughs> Okay, so then we have words that you can probably use, but maybe take some caution. Mm -hmm. So I would say anything where consent and context are necessary, like something that references promiscuity. So like, well, you're my dirty little slut or my dirty little whore. Mm -hmm. Your partner might be okay with being called that, but that's a discussion that you should have before those words slip out in the bedroom. Because like some people might take offense to that or be triggered by that in, in other contexts. So proceed with caution with those. Another thing would be anything kinky or taboo. So calling your partner daddy or mommy, sir, mistress. You know, some people feel real weird about that. If you do, that's okay. If you're like, no, call me daddy anytime. That's also fine. People. I'm like, I'm- I don't want to do that. I think psychologically, for me anyway, I was not raised with a dad. So I was like, why am I calling you that? This is weird. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't call me mom either. I'm someone's mom. I'm not sure mom. But I'm not going to be It's just It doesn't work for me. In a personal sense, it doesn't work for me. Mentally, that's very triggering. I don't want to do that. Yeah, and I, I'm like mixed about it because like, I think there are... St- in some contexts, I could see that being really sexy, especially sir, but we've already talked about mm-hmm. how my eyes light up with anything kinky. A daddy is an, is one that I'm like, oh, I don't know. I think that could be kind of sexy, but it also feels weird. And I don't know. Yeah. So I probably would avoid that for myself as well. Right. Right. <laughs> but but again, no, no shame yeah. to anyone who does Absolutely. do that in their daily practice. That's totally fine. If everyone's on board for it, have yes. at it. Have at it. Yeah, if you and my okay. husband, we equally don't. We're like, yeah, no. So that's our thing. But everybody has their own. You have to know where you're comfortable at. And again, like we always say, communication. If it works for you, but it doesn't work for your partner, you're going to have to find that medium because you don't want them to feel awkward or out of place in this in-place section that they're supposed to be sharing together. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be equal or fair. Exactly. Yeah, compromise is very important when you have two kind of opposite ends of what you're looking for, for that experience. There is a way to find the compromise, but it's going to take a lot of communication for sure. Okay. So words that are, or phrases that are generally good, you could use, I mean, most people would not take offense to these. I think I feel like you can't really go wrong with them. So something like sexy, naughty, I love it when you do whatever. I want you to do X, Y, Z. I can't wait for you to do that. Yeah. Did you have, do you have more that you want to add? You know, things like I enjoyed that from last time, you know, reminding of those um, affirmations. Won't you look good in these, whatever it is, restraints, lingerie, (laughs) (laughs) harness, whatever. Can't wait for you to tie me up later. That feels so yeah. fucking good. Like these are things that most people are on board for without having to have a big discussion about it. Well, maybe yeah. getting tied up, but that's that's a different thing. Yeah, okay. We already had, so we have that checked. 
comma. Right, right. And then like harder, fast, like in yes. words, words of encouragement mm-hmm. <laughs> to picking up the pace. That Amazing. sort of thing. Amazing, right in that. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like all of that stuff. That's good. And as, again, if you're like not super vocal or the thought of dirty talk scares you a little bit, like these are easy things to do. It doesn't take that much effort to say, "Ooh, that feels really good. I love when you do that to me." Sure. Yeah. Um and I like what you said before like working like uh talking through a memory. Mhm. You know, and I it's one way to like set up a fantasy. You can like play around yeah. with that throughout the day. Yeah. That's it a really good one. Place and, you know, you feel a little bit more at ease. Mhm. Gosh, you remember when we watched that movie and how we felt? Even I, even, oh yeah, I do remember that one. Or maybe you'll send someone, for those who don't have, and if you do have, you guys sexy playlists. Maybe you'll send them your playlist from Spotify. And they go, oh, okay then. <laughs> I see what time it is you sent the sex playlist. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I was just on the way home. And, and uh, you do the same. and as I'm going through my Rolodex of Spotify playlists and I feel like at this point every playlist of mine is somehow related to sex <laughs> unintentionally it just always goes in that direction <sighs> so yeah we, we we need to set up that playlist I think we've been saying this since we first started the podcast oh, okay 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 we're gonna put it on our um, it'll have it'll have to be like two volumes, maybe. <laughs> Goal for mid September, okay, everyone. Goal for okay, okay. You got to hold us accountable to it. You got to request it because we're gonna keep forgetting to do it. <laughs> yep, that's it. Let me put it on my sticky notes. Make playlists. See, we have to work and be working. Exactly. Go ahead, Laura. I'm listening. <laughs> All right. So, do you want to move on to our listener questions? And before we do that, oh yes, okay. I just wanted to add something else. So, mm-hmm. yes, talking about naughty time, we're doing all that, right? But maybe, just maybe, you're still not ready to even say words. Mm-hmm. Right? Send them a picture with a toy. Oh yeah, as a microphone, acting like you're talking. With a bottle of lube, probably. Just by your hands. In a photo. With a smile. Picture say a thousand words, too. So. <laughs> yep. And we have a whole episode on how to send nudes. And if you're not comfortable sharing your naked body, that's totally fine. Take yeah, a picture of a toy. You know, take a picture of yourself with a toy. You don't have to be actively using it in the way that the toy was intended. Exactly. Just, you know, and that... We'll get the message across. So Lulu was holding up some anal beads. <laughs> was. Yes. So obvious. So, you know. Yeah. But again, whatever, you know, whatever you have. And be like, hey, I got some lube ready for you. And, you mm-hmm. know, they'll, they'll get the message. They'll get the message. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. You ready for that, are you? All right. Be right there. Can you stay where you're at? Maybe send them a picture of a wedge. Some restraint. Just, you know. A new piece of lingerie that you bought. Yeah, I think you that one's always on. Send the package. You're like, oh, what? what is that? Yeah, yeah, I think that you know, 
that's like a classic thing. My my favorite. So I just to kill time. I'll watch like the reels on Facebook, which I think I guess are actually Instagram or TikTok reels or whatever. And my apparently favorite subgenre is like women sending saucy texts to their husbands, and then like you see their reaction. <laughs> I just think it's very cute. But, you know, that's doing those types of things just sets the tone. It gets everyone a little bit excited before getting there. It breaks the ice, releases tension. And, you know, you don't have to, again, like go beyond your comfort zone to make things sexy. You can be true to yourself, be true to your values, and still do some really fun and sexy things. Mm -hmm. I agree 1000%. (laughs) And so that segues us into our new added category that we'll have on our Mindful Sex Ed podcast, which are our anonymous questions from our listeners that come in through Tickle.life. So if you have a question, either send it to Tickle.life or on any of our social media platforms, and we will answer on air with all your information. But, you know, each one teach one. So it's going to help not only you, but someone else. Yes. So this week's question is, this is from a penis owner. I want to describe that first. Due to excessive masturbation and I'm now not able to get an erection properly or I'm suffering from slight erection erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation, what should I do? How can I permanently cure this is what they're saying. So, so. Before, we are so excited to answer these questions, but we just want to preface, as we do in pretty much every episode, we are not doctors, therapists, or lawyers, and we are not giving out health, mental health, or legal advice. If you are having any health, mental health, or legal issues, please contact professional care or guidance. And if we share, we don't really have any resources in this episode, but in any of our other episodes, we do have resources. Check those out. And read them thoroughly so that you're doing everything safely and correctly. So, Lulu, what do you have to say for our friend who's who's suffering from some penis problems? So, what I want to say to them is that, yes, you can correct it. And um, I have enough knowledge to be able to share that with you. You need to retrain, retrain your cock, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> or your penis or whatever you're calling it. Try some stamina training. Try to begin to masturbate again, and right before you get to the brink, stop. Even more of a technique, try it with a cock ring off to help build up where you need to be or where you want to be again. I think those are the best starter tips, but doing either one of those, remember, putting a cock ring, please add lube. Don't put a cock ring on without it, and do not put a cock ring on erect. You can put it on erect, but it's a little bit complicated sometimes. So I'd recommend flaccid and see how that works for you and build up and build up and build up, but definitely doing some stamina training, starting out, doing your masturbation, getting you almost to the brink and stopping. Three rounds of that should definitely begin to bring back your normalization of how you were ejaculating before. Mm-hmm. If not, then you need to reply to us again and we can go deeper into some more suggestions that may work for you. Maybe change where you're masturbating at. Sometimes new surroundings can give new um, results for 
how the body feels. Maybe the body's tired of being in that same spot. That's why, you know, like, okay, we're just going to come fast. We're just tired of being on his bed. Let's go to the bathroom or something. Let's go in the shower. Let's do something like that. So those are a couple of tips that I think definitely can help. It has helped clients of my own. So I do know that the information is useful. Mm-hmm. If it's not useful for you, look and revisit it. But I hope that it does work for you and for anyone else who's listening who may be going through the same problem right now. I mean, we are happy that you're masturbating because you're getting a lot of milking going on and definitely helping your prostate. And that is always an amazing thing. But I do, do honestly hope that these simple tips are helpful to you and we'll see what happens. Yeah. And if it's, if it's something that's kind of beyond that, you can always go to your doctor. You can always talk to a sex therapist and they can give you more tips and help you work through these issues as well. So try the stamina training Try some of the techniques that Lulu has mentioned. One thing I also wanted to add, and I, I believe this concept comes from Dan Savage, and I'm not sure if there's like scientific evidence for it, but actually, I, even though I said I'm not going to add resources, I'll put a, if I can find the resource, I'll put it in for this episode. Um, death grip syndrome, where you're yeah. going too tight when you're masturbating. And I think the idea behind that is like the, the friction from your between your hand and your penis cannot be replicated by a vulva or a toy that right. has that mimics that um, or an anus. So right. when you go into those areas, you're not getting that same level of friction. And so it's not generating the same amount of arousal. So like what Lulu was saying, if you take a break, reset, and try to masturbate with lighter forms of touch or different forms of touch or in in different stimulation that might also be helpful, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think Lulu gave some great tips. Right. Try a masturbation toy. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. So like fleshlight and a couple other, um, Lulu would know better, but there are a couple of different toys. Yeah. We'll Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll put some in there. I'll send a link to my just penis owner section and you can take a look there. Yeah. But with those toys, they have different like bumps and ridges and things that will mimic different types of sexual positions, but they're not going to do that really hard chokehold on the penis. Not saying that you're doing that, but if you are gripping it really tight, that might have some stuff going on there. But ultimately, you know, if all that stuff we are happy to revisit, but you can always talk to you you know, sex therapist or a doctor um, for some more in-depth advice if it if it's beyond, you know, what we're working with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hope that was helpful to you and everyone else who may be suffering with that right now. Absolutely. And if you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life or you can reach out to us on our social medias. We are Mindful Sex Ed Pod on Twitter and Mindful Sex Ed Podcast on Instagram. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. And it's free. So please send this episode or any of our other episodes to anyone you think would be interested in listening. Lastly, check out all of the podcasts on the Tickle.life network and visit Tickle.life for all of your mindful sex needs. 
Goodbye, everyone, and we will see you next week. Bye.